So don't celebrate women. Don't empower women. Pay us. Get ready to be thoroughly entertained, hilariously challenged and profoundly inspired. Strap yourself in for Keeping It Real with Jack and Ralph. Welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Real with Jack and Ralph. And we have got a good one coming up this week. And we sort of decided to do this one because it's International Women's Day this week coming up on Friday. And um, anyway, hello. How are you? Oh, <laughs> chop liver. Hello, Ralph. Good to see you. My name's Jack and this is Keeping It Ralph. With keeping real. it real. Keeping it real. Oh my God. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jack and Ralph. See, like I said last episode, this is exactly why we don't do the official edit on anymore because cuts. you can't get it right. International Women's Day coming up. So we thought we would talk about something that seems to be only associated with women, but it actually annoys the hell out of me mm. that it is. And this, that is this concept of having it all. I want it all. <laughs> That's what I, I want it sing. now. <laughs> okay, stop singing. Um, having it all. Yeah, it, it always, it only seems to be associated with women. Like, can women have it all? Many, yeah, it's true. No one ever says to a man, can he have it all? That's very true. Is very, that because he has it all? Probably. Or he doesn't talk about it or people just assume that he can have it all. I don't know, but I think you've raised a very good point. Yeah. Remember when Jacinda Ardern resigned, was it just last year? Yeah. About a year ago. Uh, just over and a year she ago. resigned after doing a splendid job running New Zealand for, I don't know, six, seven six, years, yeah, like a long, long time. time. Yeah. She gave birth in, the, I think, in her first year she of did. being Prime Minister and the BBC, as soon as she resigned the title of their newspaper saying, can women really have it all? Bloody poms. And they got, they got canned. I should think so. And within 24 hours they had dropped the headline. Ah. They changed it. Apologise? They, they did apologise. Good. Probably, you know, which is good. Normally they blame it on the trainee or yeah, something. True. So they apologised but they apologised for the sexist element element mm, and admitting so. that it was sexist and I think it is sexist because you know all these other men resign and no one says oh can they really have it all and after six or seven years of leadership there are a lot of things they could have spoken about yes. in that resignation but instead they chose to focus on she wanted to have it all or she couldn't have it all yeah, she couldn't really have it all like just so 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 what does having it all mean well well that's that's a good thing too like I think having it all is you should decide what your all is. Like it's got to be your all because your all and my all could be very, very different. Guaranteed so, would be. So first of all, I just think it's a stupid concept, mm. like having it all. Like, you know, first of all. But I want it all. <laughs> I don't want it now. I don't want it now. I don't think it's a stupid concept. I don't think there's anything wrong with being aspirational and wanting it all. But I think you're absolutely right you do you. Define what your all is and don't be led or influenced yeah. by others. That uh, palliative care nurse, Bronnie Ware, wrote a book, Top Five Regrets of the Dying. She's an Aussie uh, palliative care nurse. Uh, and the number one regret, not living a life that I wanted but instead yeah. having it defined by others. So having it all, what does it even mean? 
Do you think you've got it all? Do you think you would you say if someone said, "Do you have it all?" Would what would you say? I'd probably say yes, I do. But yeah, but I, I haven't always had it all, and my all has changed. So in my twenties, having it all meant, you know, um, I wanted to be a great radio announcer. So 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 working hard, you know, in my career. In my thirties, it was about I want to be a really great mum. I was having babies. In my forties, it was very much about the career and now moving into banking and corporate. I also did my MBA in my forties. My first actual university experience was in my forties, mm. so I felt like I was I was doing it all then. And now in my fifties, uh, everything <laughs> everything has changed. Um, yeah, it's not about working for someone else. It's about working for me. It's about being healthy. Mm. It's still being a, a great mum. It's still being present. But but the need for that is different. What's your? Did you? Well, I was going to say when you you were uh, when the kids were younger, you still worked. Did I you took, work full time or no? I I took uh, four years off to have yeah. both kids, um, and in that time, I set up my own little consulting business so I could do a little bit of work. But my main focus, my main priority, was was being a mum. Yeah. So and and that seemed right at the time. I I knew it wasn't going to be forever, mm. um, and so I parked the career and 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 focused on being yeah. a mum. I'm probably similar. I had, you know, in my early 20s, it was like it was just all about getting promoted in your early 20s. I think I you're going to say wanted... getting pregnant. Oh, no. <laughs> the pro- it was certainly not about that. Avoiding getting pregnant. Um, it was, you know, you just like you just wanted to earn money and have fun, have fun and do Go stuff. Out. And so it was all about getting promoted for me in my 20s. And then, yeah, so I had uh, Alex when I was 32, 33. I did take. Some time, time off. off. So I did uh, take uh, – well, I went part-time. So I went from full-time to part-time. Were you at the bank? I was at NAB. Mm. So, yes, I was at the bank and um, they, I worked for someone who was just provided amazing, flexible working options. That's pretty cool because that was a while ago yeah, when that wasn't yeah. an expectation. But I did, but I did go part-time. Uh, I, I certainly knew I couldn't – well, you know, it's one of those things. I probably could have worked full-time. And didn't want to. Get, I didn't want to. Chose not to. I didn't want to. I chose not to. So worked part-time, um, you know, and then like left the corporate gig when the kids were five and two. Mm. So working for myself. That so was again. Yeah. So that was, um, you know, having all. And then, yeah, as, as we go, the kids are older, you doing different things. To me now having it all is – I think it's always been about freedom. Yeah. And I think – so I would say I absolutely have it all now. Mm. Um, you know, people go, oh, you don't have that, you don't have that. It's like, well, it's like, I, don't, I don't want I that. I don't want I that. Don't. So to me having it all now is I'm in the position where I actually absolutely determine when I work, who I work with, and if I don't want to work on that day or don't, I just – no, I don't do it. Pretty empowering. Yeah, and having, you know, in the previous episode we talked about our challenges of, you know, running and stuff and building in time for exercise. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I was working so hard that I didn't have time to exercise, I would not be sitting here saying I don't th- – I, I haven't got it all no. because that's part of my, my all now is um, – the freedom to do what I want to do. What you're talking about, which I think is really interesting, uh, is not measuring your all in one area of your life, right? Yes. So I think a big problem for many people, and particularly women, is that they put their biggest measure of success, it's tied to their work. Okay. Big mistake. Do you think that's particularly women or particularly men? 
Or does it really does it it's, even matter? That's a good question. Maybe it's everybody or most people. So one of the, the key things I coach on is people are unhappy in their situation at work. Yes, yeah? so that's professional. Yep. So uh, they don't like their leader. They don't like the industry. They don't feel they're being promoted. They want change. But they have tied their entire self-worth to a job. The one thing we can't control yeah. is being employed by others, actually. So be very careful about, if you want it all, what you actually tie your measure of success to. Mm. And, and I, think, I, think that's, I think that is true where people having it all, it's like the most important thing they're measuring their success is their, their job. Yet. Or their money or their bank account. We are the sum of many parts, right? Yeah. So we're, 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 we're often a daughter or certainly a sibling, uh, you know, we're, we're an aunt, we're an uncle, we're a nephew, we're a niece, we may be a parent, uh, so, so there's the whole family side of it. So what's our measure of success when, when it comes to having it all as a, as a family member? Mm. What about in the community? What, what are we doing as part of being a well-functioning, you know, member of, of society? Do we have a measure of success for that? Our health. I mean, work is just one component of who we are. Be careful how much having it all we tie to the work. Yeah. and Because it, it can change. It can change. It does change. In a drop of a hat. Absolutely. Is, is that a saying, drop of a hat? It is. Oh, okay. I thought I was combining two sayings. <laughs> Not like you, my little dyslexic friend. <laughs> okay, so we've got having it all. It can be different in your 30s to your 40s to your 50s to your 60s and beyond. Yeah. Like a, imagine what our having it all will be different like in our 60s when we, I mean, you know, that's we're so way off. <laughs> Years. But, you know, that, that will change as that's well. That's exciting, don't you think, though? Not knowing what that might be, yeah. but having the, uh, I, I think, the opportunity or the courage to actually create yeah. success. But so you have recently, I mean, you have recently, was it two or three years ago, left the corporate world? I mean, ago. we've both done that, but mine yeah. was 19 years ago. Yours was three years ago. recent, three mm. years ago. Mm. Um, did you, had you know, and I'm not saying you had your self-worth tied to your job, but was there any loss there or mourning? Um, no, it was a complete and utter change. And I think COVID had a lot to do with, with it as well. So, so so obviously the world's greatest experiment meant that we all experienced change. And so I was already working from home and we just bought the farm, doing the corporate gig, which was not unusual to even pre-COVID because a lot of my work was remote because I was working in a in a regional role and and reporting into a global you know uh, uh, function uh, so we were working remotely anyway um, and then because we've become quite used to working remotely through COVID then when I decided actually it was time to go and have it all and and mm. and do stuff for me which meant living in the country being closer to nature I wanted to get healthier I wanted to have time to explore some new things getting on boards doing professional coaching and doing that as a as a as a, a, a full, almost full-time gig uh, it meant that there was a lot of change and I embraced all of it and yeah. thought if I'm going to have it all I want to be able to do it all and do it all for me not for just one component of my life yeah you just mentioned COVID then and it just made me think because you know COVID clearly we were all working from home and now we're in this sort of debate What's the right amount of time at home you're in the office and again, because it's International Women's Day, I read a report just the other day to saying these companies that are mandating people coming back to the office. It's a bit of that. It's 
affecting women more than men because mm. <laughs> part of the perhaps part of the having it all is I don't have to be in the office five days a week and I reckon women are finally um, and especially like single mums and stuff they're finally mm. going actually I can have a pretty good job as a, a career and be at home because there's not this expectation of coming into the office and then all these companies are coming around going no you have to come into the office mm. um, so the, the research is showing that women, are leaving the workforce right. because of that. Are they leaving the workforce or are they leaving certain employers? And uh, I was just thinking the other day Atlassian came out with a policy. They were the first, certainly the first Australian company to do it, to say we don't care where you live. You can be in Bahrain or you can be in Ballarat. Mm. You can work from wherever you want to. What The policy insisted four times a year people would get together. Yeah. So I think there is something in that. But the thing that shits me a bit about women being the victim of or the beneficiary of remote working, is that because we're also expected to do it all? Which yes. means we need to be around at home so we can get the domestics done, we can be around for the childcare or the or the or the majority of the parenting and do the work? Yeah. I mean the research still shows that women still do the vast majority of the work at home, carry the load. Um, it, you know, may not be the case for everyone, but all the research shows it's still there. So I think um, sexism is alive and well. <laughs> Happy <laughs> International <laughs> Women's Day! Gosh, we've gone on a bit of a downer here. <gasps> oh my god! So International Women's Day. All right, I'm all for supporting women. I know. On I do a lot of it. Women's Day. I do a lot of it. As do I. Um, this International Women's Day, I'm going to be climbing a mountain. And when I get with eating my, kale, <laughs> I'm not going to eat in kale. Running um, with my well, with my family, but including my two daughters. Fabulous. And it was like that. So I t- spoke about the trek last time. So that's what I'll be doing on International Women's Day. Get to the top of the mountain. Do you know what the theme is for International Women's Day this year? I don't know what because they change the theme all the time, and it always well they seems change it every be, year. You know, well here you go, like motherhoodish statements mm. what's the theme what's the theme for yeah, this year yeah no they, they haven't disappointed this year inspire inclusion inspire inclusion mm. so just inspire it mm. should we just do it see okay exactly exactly right, where do i start yeah be careful where do i start <laughs> i don't want okay. you cancelled oh okay <sighs> i love the fact that the you know International we celebrate women's day and we celebrate and yep. i love the fact that we it's become a thing when it wasn't a thing. It's like, it, it does remind me when um, my kids we used to say to me, you know, why is why is there an international? Why is there Mother's Day? Why is it? Why isn't there Kids Day? In fact, my mum used to say I used to say this to mum. Why is there Mother's Day and Father's Day? Why isn't there Kids Day? And you go, every day is Kids, kids day, day. Right? Yeah. Um, international Women's Day. I think we need to do more of the let's inspire and empower. And more of the let's promote and invest. And instead of inspiring inclusion, why don't we include? So, for example, if you're sitting here and if you are changing your policy, you've got to be back in the office a certain amount of days, you are not including. That is not inclusion. Correct. So... So just so anyway, International Women's Day. If you're going to talk this stuff, yeah. like make sure your policies support it. Have you or heard of else? Shut up. Have you heard of Cindy Gallup? Oh my god, I love Cindy Gallup. Okay. Her tag. She's got the best tagline. Blow I, shit I up. I blow shit up. <laughs> I love it. I would steal it. Cindy Gallup's she, amazing. An absolutely amazing woman. An Asian woman living in the US, in uh, New York, in New York, yeah, in the Sky Garden. 
And she says on International Women's Day and every other day, don't use words like celebrate and empower. Use words like hire, promote, pay, raise, bonus, fund, invest in, enrich, enrich, give equity, elect, lead. Don't just say it, do it. And one day is not enough. Yes. She goes on to say that brands and companies that engage in feel-good exercises on this one day, on International Women's Day or the month, yet they continue underpaying and under-promoting sexism, harassment and forcing women out of industries. So don't celebrate women. Don't empower women. Pay us. Yeah. Yeah, I love it's that true, quote. isn't it? That is. Yeah, she does blow shit up. Um, the, other, the other my little... Um, a thing that annoys me and you hear you see this a lot over LinkedIn is if you are asking a female speaker ah. to speak at your events on International Women's Day for or for the month of International pay them. Mm. Don't do this bullshit of mm. oh we're look at us supporting women by bringing a female mm. speaker in and they're not paying them. No. Now um you know there'll be a lot of people that speak for free and don't get a fee because you know, they're a CEO or whatever and it's their job. But if a person's a professional speaker and you're asking them to speak, pay them. And it's about time, people's time, right? Yes. Time comes with value. Yeah. So that, that's a that's a very fair and point. And I'm, I'm not saying that for myself because, as I just said, I won't be here International Women's Day. I'll oh, I will be and you oh, can Jack pay me. Hey, <laughs> Jack. Okay, so having it all, episode seven, keeping it real with Jack and Rahl. Yeah. You think you've got it all. I think I've got it all. Did we well, have it? You know what? I think I've got it all at the moment. That was things exactly where I was change. going. Like the, things could change. Things do change. So so having it all in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and they do change. Uh, former Governor-General, great female, Quentin Bryce, she said women can have it all, they just might not have it all at the same time. Yeah. And I think that's a very fair comment. I think that's a comment irrespective of the gender, right? Yes. So the importance of having it all. So what about some tips? Give us some tips. So how do we have it all, Raoul? Well, I think the very first thing is you need to define what your all is and it's your all and don't don't get sucked into what anyone else's mm. all is. Don't compare yourself to anything, anyone. Be very clear on what your all is and if your all is not working, staying at home with the kids. That's working. That's your all. Yeah, yeah, that's bloody hard work. That's like that's your all. Don't apologise for it. Um, own it. Def- own it. Own this is what this is what ma- and it's almost like what makes me happy. So you said, you know, yes, it makes me happy. To me, my all is about freedom of choice. Oh, I like so that. I um, like that. I saw a great quote the other day. Yeah, money is the tool. Freedom is the goal. Love that. Money, money. I, yes, because money does give you freedom. Well, because well, money and, and again, you know, we we're sitting here from we, what we've said before. We know a very privileged position. There's a lot of people that have to do work that they don't really no. like because they're it's not true. in a financial position to do so. So, what was that quote again? Money is the money is the tool. Freedom is the goal. Yeah, love it. Love okay, it. so tip number one: define, define your what all. your all what is. What your all is, and yeah. recognize. Yours yep. could be different to somebody else. You do you. Tip number two to having it all. It, no, it's going to change. Like yeah. it, it could change um, without you even knowing about it. Mm. Like, um, you know, for example, you might have a great job that you really like and then the next day you don't have that job. Um, but no, it will change and it will change over time. Mm. And that's, you know, like, you, you know, I, I don't think I 
you know, if I didn't have time to exercise every day 20 years ago, I wouldn't have fussed me like I didn't care. Yeah. Um, Whereas but now, now it's a thing. Now it's a thing. Yeah. You know, and you've got to have time yeah. to massage that kale we spoke about in the last episode. I think one of the challenges people have, and I've mentioned it earlier, but I'm going to say it again, particularly for people listening in, uh, and I'm thinking of a number of my clients here, do not tie your measure of success to your job, okay? You can have a goal to be successful in your job and and be, you know, aspirational and career-driven, but that is only one component of your life. I've had at least 16 jobs in five different industries uh, across five different markets, if I had tied my measure of success and made it my only measure of success, I would be so disappointed because I've had success but I've also had mess. (laughs) Not all of my jobs have been successful. I have not always been good at what I've done. (laughs) I've buggered things up left, right and centre. So I was going to say part of the job, I mean one measure of my success with work, even with work, and I talked about... You know, in my 20s it was all about money and getting promoted. But I actually really loved my job. Like I I wasn't doing – I wasn't doing a – like hated my job but it was good money. I think like loving what you're doing – or at least to do. Liking, really liking what you do. Sure. Sure. um, But it's not the only thing, right? No. Okay, you know, you've also got a family or you've also got your health or you're also wanting to be part of a community. So so put some success measures against those components of your life as well. Don't put it all into the one basket. Absolutely. Of work. Last last week we spoke about challenge yourself. Sometimes when you, you know, a good thing you could do is, well, what is your all? And maybe the all is, you know, I always wanted to take up hockey right? mm. but I don't have the time well challenge yourself and then find the time and define that as as whatever your all is I agree we, agree. we do for anyone listening maybe this is their first um, podcast. podcast go back to the start because <laughs> and give us a rating we a do star rating please <laughs> we do talk about a lot of stuff and it's uh you know and, and clearly we often say we've, we spoke about in that in a previous episode because a lot of our I, I think topics of conversation uh, and the discussion is interconnected it does it does have a flow there is yeah. a lot of similar things that we we tend to talk about okay episode seven keeping it real with so Jack we're defining your all. Having it, it, having your all is it's got to be your all. Okay. So the tips. Do not define, do not measure your success by comparison to other people. Okay. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. Comparison is the thief of joy. So the tips are define what your all is. Recognise that it will change. It will change either deliberately as you evolve and want something different or circumstances. And as you said, that's a good one. Please don't make your – If I, I know we've said make your all your all, but please don't make it just about work. Don't make it just because about work. Recognise. Look at your whole life and almost have measures of success yeah. in that. And then I think I think too, Jack, what some people could do is go, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going really well mm. in that, that mm. area and I'm really well in that area but not so much in that other one. And mm. so like try to get that balance. Get that balance right. Um, and don't compare. Don't compare yourself. You're Your all to somebody else's is very different. That's so there's some good tips on having well. it all. Yeah. Now, a little birdie told me yes. that you, my friend, yes. might be celebrating a birthday. Oh, right. I is it this no week? No idea. Or it is, is this it, week? Oh, International it's, Women's Day week. It's, it's uh, the day after International How Women's cool Day. Is so that? I always get to celebrate my birthday 
straight after International Women's Day, which I like. And you'll be away with the girls? I will be away with the, the girls and the family, Steve. And so we will be in Queenstown. So um, having a lovely walk probably somewhere and then going out for dinner. It sounds like you're having it all to me. Yes. It feels like I'm having it all. I've always wanted to do a New Zealand Happy birthday. holiday. Thank you. So there we go. There's another episode of Keeping It Real with Jack and Rel. As usual, if you like us, nice little five-star rating. Share it with your friends. The more you share it, the more people we can reach with our wisdom. I think it's advice. wisdom, entertainment, humour, and it's all free. It's free. Costing us that? our time. Keelan's bloody fortune. expensive. <laughs> anyway, okay, team, see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to another episode of Keeping It Real with Jack and Raul. If you like what you've heard, don't forget to tell others about it and give a five-star review. They may seem confident, but they really are sensitive five-star needy souls. Yeah, right. Keeping It Real, created by Jack Phillips and Gabriel Dolan. Produced by Keelan Ferrari-Brown. And this really real voiceover, spoken by Richard Phillips.